Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nidaram daf Peiches Nidaram 88. In today's daf Yomi, we're going to start with the Mishnah on 88a, and this Mishnah deals with the case of a father-in-law that wants to prohibit his son-in-law, or has prohibited his son-in-law to benefit from him at all, and now he wants to give his daughter some money. But everything that we have a concept that Komasha Kanta Isha Kanabala, whatever the daughter the wife owns, the father the husband is acquiring and so therefore if he's going to give some assets to his daughter, the the husband's going to claim them. And so therefore then it'd be violation of his vows. So our Mishnah says, How can the father in law give the assets to his daughter without the husband getting them? That's the case of our Mishnah. So Hamadi or Hana Mikos no. So somebody says that his son-in-law cannot get any benefits from him. But he wants to give his daughter money. And so we have this, as we explained at the beginning, that everything that the if he would give to his wife, the husband would get it. And so therefore, it's like he's giving benefit to his son-in-law. So Omer was, so therefore the father says, to the daughter, this money is given to you as a gift on the condition as long as your husband has no ownership over them. Meaning to say that he he stipulates when he gives her this gift that her husband will not be able to get this money, but it will remain in her domain. And therefore, that's the condition he makes. But this condition is insufficient on its own. He needs to add to it. He needs to say, meaning to say that he makes this condition that it will that the only thing that will be hers uh, will be that which she puts in her mouth. And so therefore the husband is not able to acquire these assets because they remain completely in the domain of the wife because he's saying that that this uh, gift is only for you to be putting into your mouth. And only that is what you're going to be able to acquire. And so this Mishnah, by him saying that, this is like the position of Rabbi Meir in Kedushin 23b, who says that the woman cannot acquire something without her husband. And so therefore, when the father gives her a gift, he has to make it conditional that he's giving it to her on the condition that her father will not be that her husband will not be able to acquire it and and so therefore if he would just say it like that that would be insufficient because under those circumstances the husband is automatically acquiring it and if you make a condition which is not applicable the condition is automatically nullified and the husband will merit the assets but if he adds this phrase to it that the only way she's acquiring it is with respect to what she puts into her mouth, then even Rabbi Meir would admit that the husband is not able to acquire these assets because even the woman herself is not really acquiring them until they're actually in her mouth explicitly. And so therefore, because that's all the fa- that uh, her father had given her, he's given it to her only on the condition that she puts it in her mouth and eats it. And so therefore, at that point, once it's in her mouth, the husband has no ability to acquire them because a person is unable to acquire what's in the mouth of his friend. And so therefore, that's the only way that the father, according to Rabbi Mayer, can, can give this asset to, the, to his daughter. The Gemara is going to discuss uh, whether or not this is the only condition where it's able to, to be 
given as a gift to his daughter. So Amar Rav, so Rav says, Lo Shanu, when do we learn this teaching that the husband does not acquire the assets which the father gives to his wife? Ela da Amar only in a circumstance where the father says that the husband has no authority over them. And he adds, Masha'at that which you put into your mouth. Avo Amar, but if the father would say, Masha Tirtsi do with it whatever you want. Kana Yason Bal. Then under those circumstances, we're going to say that the husband has indeed acquired these assets because even though the father stipulated that the husband has no authority over them, that they're not in his jurisdiction, this condition is going to be canceled and the action is going to be uh, upheld. We're meaning to say we cancel the condition, the action is upheld. And the the husband is going to acquire it, and the condition is not going to help. By but it doesn't help by him saying that your husband has no authority over it, because as we said, that this mission is going according to the position of Rebbe Mayer, who says that uh, that the wife has no ability to acquire something while she's married to her husband. That the husband is acquiring it, and so therefore he says this concept So therefore, Rav says that if he says if he just uses this phrase. Do with it whatever you want. It doesn't work, even though he's already he's already stipulated that the husband is not able to acquire it. However, Shmuel says, yes, indeed, the Mishnah is, goes according to the position of Rebbe Meir, but Shmuel is going to say that Shmuel is saying that indeed the Mishnah follows the position of Rebbe Meir, that if he didn't say, that this phrase that the stipulation is is nullified and the and the husband acquires it. But Shmuel says, I feel even if he said Masha Tirti Asi that you could do with it what you want, that would be enough of a stipulation. The then the husband would not acquire it. So Shmuel adds on this phrase that if he says if if he adds this phrase, you could do with it whatever you want, that the husband does not acquire it.